Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. I'm Scott Weinberger, journalist and former deputy sheriff. In my new podcast series called Blooded, I'm embedded in the cold case investigation into the death of firefighter Billy Halpern. Experience this investigation in a truly unique way, untangling secrets that may reveal the answers to not only one case, but almost a dozen. Listen to Cold-Blooded, The Apollo Gym Murders on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. And you're here. Thanks for choosing the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. Your quest for podcasts of the paranormal, supernatural, and the unexplained ends here. We invite you to enjoy all our shows we have on this network. And right now, let's start with Strange Things with Joshua P. Warren. Welcome to our podcast. Please be aware the thoughts and opinions expressed by the host are their thoughts and opinions only and do not reflect those of iHeartMedia, iHeartRadio, Coast to Coast AM, employees of Premier Networks, or their sponsors and associates. We would like to encourage you to do your own research and discover the subject matter for yourself. week on this show, I'll be bringing you brand new, mind-blowing content, news, exercises, and weird experiments you can do at home, and a lot more on this edition of the show, How to Get Lucky, and the top three simple manifestation tips. Is being lucky the same thing as being a good manifester? Well, what is 
Luck. Um, <laughs> I recently read an email to you that I received from a man named Donald who took my haunted Boulder City ghost and UFO tour just outside of Las Vegas, Nevada. Uh, that's hauntedboldercity.com. And he had a wonderful time. Afterward, he and the tour guide, Nick Weird, they sat around and had all kinds of interesting conversations. And he wrote at the end of his email to me, Nick and I were discussing luck. And I don't remember if you have done a podcast on that. If not, that would be a good subject. I did well on a roulette wheel, and I don't believe it was just luck, because when I was determined that I was going to win, with no doubt in my mind, I did. It took a few days, but I was able to double the money I brought to play with. Well, well, well. Would you call that luck or something else? You know, I have talked about luck and the, the the concept of being lucky and how to manifest lucky and fortunate things off and on for years. And I've mentioned it many times on this podcast, but you know, he's right. I, I don't think I've ever just sat down and said, okay, here's your one stop shop for this topic on luck and manifestation tips. So that's what I'm giving you in this podcast. This is one you'll want to bookmark and hopefully send to all your friends. It's actually a, quite a, a complex and nuanced subject to dig into, but I'm going to do my best here. So back to the questions. Is being lucky the same thing as being a good manifester? Or is there a difference there? Well, Let's just start with the definition of luck. I think that's how you get to the bottom of anything. According to Wikipedia, luck is the phenomenon, the phenomenon and belief that defines the experience of improbable events, especially improbably positive or negative ones. The naturalistic interpretation is that positive and negative events may happen at any time, both due to random and non-random natural and artificial processes, and that even improbable events can happen by random chance. In this view, the epithet lucky or unlucky is a descriptive label that refers to an event's positivity, negativity, or improbability. Okay, so now that we have that clinical language out of the way, what are we really talking about here? So, uh, I, um, I've been reading a lot of books about this subject and I'm going to try to combine the best of some of these, but let me just start by saying that, you know, I have said on this podcast before that I think you can believe in luck, even if you can't explain it. So sometimes examples are the best way to to dig into these things. Here's a story. I, I read this once before, but it's a story attributed to Napoleon. Napoleon was trying to to figure out, according to this story, which generals to place in charge of an upcoming campaign. And Napoleon said to his assigning officer, well, how about General Francois, who uh, took the bridge the other day? You know, And the officer said, well, I think he just got lucky. So Napoleon says, well, how about uh, General Bindevois, who took the castle with no losses? And and the officer said, I, I think he just got lucky, too. 
and Napoleon, exasperated, said, uh, well, then how about General Bow, who took the English armory? Oh, oh, said the officer. He got really lucky. Well, fine, then, exclaimed Napoleon. Get me lucky generals. You get the point of that? It's a point of perspective and opinion, isn't it? it? Do we have to be able to define exactly what luck is in order to believe in it? Thomas Jefferson is quoted as saying, I'm a great believer in luck. I'm a great believer in luck, and the harder I work, the more luck I have. That's interesting. I'm a great believer in luck, and the harder I work, the more luck I have. It almost is implying that luck is not just some external thing that falls from the heavens like golden manna, like gold dust on your shoulders and makes life easy for you. It almost seems like maybe you can do something to make yourself more lucky. The American playwright Tennessee Williams said, Luck is believing you're lucky. So these things do imply that there is some work involved or something that has to do with you and how you behave that applies to this concept of luck. Now, like I say, I've read a lot of books about the topic of luck. And I'm going to try to give you some some of what I think are the, the most valuable nuggets from these different sources, as well as my own experiences. And it seems to me that to most people, there are really two different types of being lucky. Um, one form is being lucky when just good things happen to you in your life in general. And. The other form literally has to do with gambling, you know, with just taking a chance on something, a game of chance, whether it's, you know, the roulette wheel or a slot machine or a card game or playing the lotto or your scratch offs contest. I mean, it almost seems like that that those are two different forms of, of being lucky. But are those two actually connected? Uh, let's start with lucky things in general happening in your life. Okay. We'll just talk about that first and then I'll get into gambling luck and how those two may be connected. All right. So one of the books that, um, that I've read is a book by Dr. Richard Wiseman. Uh, and this man is a scientist who surveyed and studied thousands of people over the years Different people, some describe themselves as lucky, others as unlucky. And he wrote a book about his findings. The book is called The Luck Factor, The Scientific Study of the Lucky Mind. And he said, essentially, that it boils down to one thing. What do you think it is? He said it basically boils down to personality. And you might be thinking right off the bat, oh, man, well, that means I am <laughs> I am out of luck then because my personality stinks and there's nothing I can do. But wait, wait, hang on, hang on. You may we may resolve that if you have that feeling. Maybe 
you are the person who needs to hear this podcast most of all. Because I don't think your personality is something that you're just stuck with. And if you believe that, that's a problem. All right. So anyway, he says that basically when he's talking about personality, he means the, you know, being in a certain state of mind. And that is a state of optimism, of openness. And, and that actually uh, allows you to take more chances in life and to be more observant because you're always, if you, if you're optimistic, you're always thinking that if somewhere, uh, some, something positive is going to happen here to me. Uh, and, and you know, um, even the luckiest people are not lucky all the time. But what they do is they realize that when one door closes, another door opens. And he also said that it helps to feel more extroverted because extroverts naturally have a more positive attitude. Uh, and what's weird is that I myself, I am not, you, a lot of people think I'm Mr. Extrovert, but, uh, I, cause I've done all these TV shows and I used to do live events and stuff. I actually don't get out and interact that much with people anymore, but I guess I still am kind of an extrovert because I'm communicating with you through this show. But what do you think he says about neuroticism? Do you think lucky people are more or less neurotic? Okay. When we come back from this break, I'm going to get into that. And then I'm going to say to you, okay, if you think your personality is not quite what it should be, well, fine. Here's what you can do about it. <laughs> All right. Uh, you know what? I have got at least one more major project that I'm going to be revealing before the end of the year. It'll come out sometime this fall. And if you want to know about it, I probably am not going to talk about it on this podcast. You have to go to joshuapwarren.com. And right there on the homepage, you'll see a place where you can click and put in your email address to subscribe to my free e-newsletter. It's free. It's spam free. I write it with my own fingers. When you get it, when you just sign up for it, okay, you will instantly receive an automated email from me that's got some free online gifts that can start making you luckier, helping you manifest, helping you see the other side. And that's how you also stay absolutely updated on everything I'm doing. Go to joshuapwarren.com and you might be surprised what I decide to give you one day for free. Sign up for the free e-newsletter there. I am Joshua P. Warren and you are listening to Strange Things on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. And I will be right back. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. People don't always realize just how much their negative thoughts and experiences stick with them and weigh them down. You may find your brain constantly running through a highlight reel of bad moments. That comment your friend made last week that hurt your feelings. That frustrating thing your mom does. Or that silly thing you said in a meeting. Maybe it's time to get it all off your chest. Whether it's a tiny annoyance or something much bigger. Talking about it can give you some relief and lead you to a potential solution. That's where therapy comes in. It's a safe space to share whatever's weighing you down and learn to process it. 
so your internal highlight reel can focus on the good stuff. And BetterHelp offers affordable online therapy on a schedule that works for you. Connect with a licensed therapist by text, phone, or video call. Start the process in minutes and switch therapist anytime. Let it out with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash strange things today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp. H-E-L-P dot com slash strange things. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to $1,500 again sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in Ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park that's 1-800-GAMBLER I'm Scott Weinberger, journalist and former deputy sheriff. In my new podcast series, Cold-Blooded, The Apollo Jim Murders, I'm embedded in the cold case investigation into the death of firefighter Billy Halper. It's just a shame, you know, that they took him from us. Experience this investigation in a truly unique way, knocking on doors, uncovering new evidence, including the DNA of a potential killer. Uh, my name is Danny Smith. I'm a detective uh, with Miramar Police Department. This is Scott Weinberger. We're actually reopening an old case, and your name came up. Untangling secrets that may reveal the answers to not only one murder, but almost a dozen. I thought they were going to kill me, so I kept my mouth shut, and I didn't say anything. All these years, I didn't say anything. Listen to Cold-Blooded, The Apollo Jim Murders, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Back to Strange Things on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. I am your host, the Wizard of Weird, Joshua P. Warren, beaming into your wormhole brain from my studio in Sin City, Las Vegas, Nevada, where every day is golden and every night is silver. Agiatato Zume. And I'm talking, of course, about how to get lucky, but. Shortly, I'm going to tell you some actual manifestation tips. Whether or not being lucky is the same as being a good manifester is something we'll dig into, but I'm going to give you some tips. All right, before the break, I was talking about this uh, man, Dr. Richard Wiseman, and what he learned, and he was saying that um, lucky people, okay, some people out there are more neurotic than others. And I'm not a psychologist, but my understanding is that 
neuroticism has to do with, um, well, if you have a high score for neuroticism, you are more likely than average to be moody and experience feelings like anxiety, worry, fear, anger, frustration, envy, jealousy, pessimism, guilt, a depressed mood, and a feeling of loneliness. Okay, so the more neurotic you are, the more you feel like those things. I don't believe that any human being has zero neuroticism. I mean, that'd just be my guess. But lucky people are very, very low on the neuroticism scale. And if you are, if you think that you're high on the neuroticism scale, I can see why that uh, you might feel very frustrated to to even hear me say that. Because you think to yourself, hey, if I have to be an extrovert and have a positive attitude, sorry, you know, I, there's just nothing I can do about that. And there are other things that, that of course, Dr. Wiseman talks about in his book. But, but you know, here's the thing about, about trying to change what happens to you, to, to change your tendency to be neurotic. You actually can have some control over this. Uh, people who are lucky, they always tend to smile a lot more. And I wrote about this in my book, Use the Force, and I call it the magic of smiling, because even if you do not feel like smiling, you should especially smile then, because there's something about this mind-body environment relationship, and when when you force a smile on your face then even if you don't feel that it's an authentic smile, if you force a smile and you do it consistently, then what you begin to to find is that the mind and the spirit will eventually match that. And, and And it elevates it. And even if you just pass yourself in the mirror and you glimpse in the mirror, um, and you'll start feeling a little bit better by doing the simple act of smiling, and especially you'll realize that when you smile at other people, that other people will treat you better and will actually open some doors for you and give you some more opportunities. So one of the easiest things you can do to to shape yourself into a more uh, optimistic, extroverted, lucky person is just to smile. And, you know, it's interesting. There's this other book that I've read. Um, it's called Conscious Luck, Eight Secrets to Intentionally Change Your Fortune by Gay Hendricks and Carol Klein. And they give you, I mean, this is a lengthy book. This is like a 200 and, okay, so it's almost 200 pages. And they give you the eight secrets to intentionally change your fortune. I don't want to read all of them to you because I bet the authors wouldn't like it if I did that. But what I will tell you is that the, the first thing it says is you have to commit to being a very lucky person. You have to start thinking of yourself as a lucky person. Even if you don't believe it at first, you have to start thinking of yourself as being a lucky person. And I think smiling helps you feel like a happier person. Another one is to uh, take bold action consistently. Take bold action consistently. I think that plays a role in the gambling part of this that I'm going to get to in a minute. Uh, one of the other ones is practice 
radical gratitude and appreciation. Be The more appreciative you, you are of your life and the good things that you have, and, and the more you focus on those things, then the more you will sort of attract to you. And this also goes into something I talk about in my book, Use the Force, which is if you start to treat the universe as if it is a loving, supportive, generous place, it will begin to behave as a loving, supportive, generous place toward you. Maybe not toward everybody, but toward you. And if you start believing that you are lucky, um, basically, if you start feeling lucky, even if you don't believe it's true, if you start believing it, then it seems to change the things that happen around you. You can change your personality to transform yourself into a luckier person. But, you know, all throughout history, there have been people who said, you know, I, I'd rather just have a lucky charm. <laughs> and I think I couldn't do a show about luck without talking about a good luck charm. It is any item that is believed to bring good luck. And it helps to put you in that mood. Apparently, according to uh, the experts here, when you, when it comes to the history of lucky charms, the earliest ones that come from ancient African culture are called a moho. Excuse me, a mojo. Okay, you know what a mojo is. You hear, hear about somebody's mojo, which is a bit of a misusage. But uh, a mojo is basically a bag that has various items in it that uh, you consider magical. Um, it is, it's some think of it as being a, a prayer in a bag. And in fact, if you look back at the etymology of that word, the word mojo comes from this word moyo, which is an African word meaning, quote, to the spirits that dwelt within the magical charms, end quote. So it's literally a bag that you put stuff in that makes you feel better. It makes you feel lucky. And and believe it or not, even if it's just a placebo effect, that's fine. Uh, because anything that makes you feel lucky starts to make you luckier. Um, here's something that's kind of intriguing. There's this other book that was written by... Uh, Let's see. Sherman Rickey. It's a sh very short book you can get on Amazon. It's called Are You Lucky or Not? And uh, Sherman Rickey lists some very uh, interesting stories about good luck charms. You know how you've heard about uh, like a horseshoe being lucky. You see someone's house and they have an iron horseshoe hanging above the front door. And a lot of people say it's got to be turned up. So that, uh, the two points are pointing toward the heavens. So it kind of looks like a bowl that's supposed to fill with good luck. It, apparently that came from, um, that's the story of the lucky horseshoe came from St. Dunstan, who was an English bishop who lived in the 900s. And this story, it relates to how Dunstan nailed a horseshoe to the devil's foot when he was asked to reshoe the devil's cloven hoof. 
and this caused the devil great pain. So Dunstan only agreed to remove the shoe and release the devil after the devil promised never to enter a place where a horseshoe is over the door. So that's supposed to be the origin of the lucky horseshoe. Did you know that? Uh, how about some of these other things that people consider lucky in different cultures? There's a long list. Of you have lucky numbers like the number seven, which you find especially within you know Christianity. God created the earth in seven days. Chinese, the number eight, which is sort of like the infinity sign. Uh, and Norse, and that part of the world, you have acorns. Um, we have also in Chinese, uh, bamboo, uh, in certain cultures, ladybird beetles in native American cultures, a dream catcher. Um, my goodness, of course, the four leaf clover, um, the, let's see here, jade. Um, I'm going to get to, to the rabbit's foot in a minute, but here's something kind of cool. When you, when you go through this guy's book, he says the four leaf clover, is one of the most powerful good luck charms, similar to the horseshoe, because it's hard to find a clover with four leaves. The probability is one out of 10,000. And then in Thailand, elephants are considered lucky because they symbolize power, strength, wisdom, prosperity, and stability. Uh, goldfish represent fortune in China and Japan because they are some of the most beautiful and attractive of the fishes. In India and Thailand and China, they consider the laughing Buddha good fortune because he is he's happy because he's bringing abundance. And uh, boy, we all need to laugh more, don't we? Here we go. Acorns in, in England because that great oaks rise from little acorns. And so it's considered to be a symbol of growth, prosperity, hope. When we come back, I'm going to tell you the really weird thing I didn't know about why a rabbit's foot is considered lucky. But then I'm going to shift and I'm going to I'm going to talk about how all this applies to gambling. And then, okay, what's the connection between all this and manifesting stuff? And what are the top three manifestation tips? Very simple, but effective. I'm Joshua P. Warren. You're listening to Strange Things on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. And I will be back after these important messages. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Scott Weinberger, journalist and former deputy sheriff. 
In my new podcast series, Cold-Blooded, The Apollo Jim Murders, I'm embedded in the cold case investigation into the death of firefighter Billy Halpert. It's just a shame, you know, that they took him from us. Experience this investigation in a truly unique way, knocking on doors, uncovering new evidence, including the DNA of a potential killer. Uh, my name is Danny Smith. I'm a detective uh, with Miramar Police Department. This is Scott Weinberger. We're actually reopening an old case, and your name came up. Untangling secrets that may reveal the answers to not only one murder, but almost a dozen. I thought they were going to kill me, so I kept my mouth shut and I didn't say anything. All these years, I didn't say anything. Listen to Cold-Blooded, The Apollo Jim Murders on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Neil Strauss, host of the Tenderfoot TV true crime podcast, To Live and Die in L.A. I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. All these girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. The war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, A military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex, and then he's very vulnerable, so you can kill him easily. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back to Strange Things on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. I am your host, Joshua P. Warren, and this is the show where the unusual becomes usual. I don't know if people carry around a rabbit's foot for luck anymore, but when I was a kid, they were everywhere. You you used to be able to buy them in vending machines. And, um, you know, even though people, I guess, find that gruesome nowadays to carry around uh, a severed foot of an animal, uh, people still eat rabbits. So it's not like the rabbits are not being being killed. Let's just face it. But where did that come from? A lucky rabbit's foot. Well, apparently it says in a variety of cultures, the rabbit's foot is carried as an amulet and believed to bring good luck including Europe, China, Africa, and North and South America. And this is one thing that I I never thought about before. It has been suggested that the rabbit's foot could be connected to a European good luck charm called the Hand of Glory, 
which is a hand cut from a hanged man and then pickled. Now, that is, I remember a long time ago reading about the hand of glory. Uh, sure enough, this was like a big thing in Europe that if you could get a hold of the hand of a hanged man, you could somehow turn it into a candle. There were different preparations. And then this candle would have mystical powers. It could do all kinds of things. In some cases, uh, thieves wanted them because it could make you invisible. It could unlock any door. It could uh, cause others to freeze in place so they couldn't do anything. Um, I believe there was even a hand of glory in the Harry Potter series. But I never thought about that being connected to a, a rabbit's foot. And it turns out that apparently one of the big reasons that especially in North America, people believed a rabbit's foot was lucky was because they tended to believe that it wasn't actually the foot of a real rabbit. It was the foot of a shape shifted witch. Which is even stranger to me because you'd think that, you know, people didn't like witchcraft. So why did they want to carry around a witch's paw, basically? <laughs> because that was literally the most widely held belief is that people thought witches can shape shift until, you know, obviously black cats and all these other things, ravens and such, but that they would often turn into a rabbit and if you caught one in the rabbit state it could not tr transform back uh, and then you could cut its foot off and now you have all this magical power pretty strange stuff isn't it well enough about the whole lucky charm phenomenon because you know i'm not inspiring anybody to go out and carry those things around but i think you should carry things with you that make you feel lucky that make you feel good so how does all this apply to gambling well, it turns out that um, the more you feel lucky, the more open you are to giving yourself opportunities to be lucky. So, uh, for example, um, this again, the scientist uh, Wiseman, he said that he, he and I'm, I'm I don't have this right in front of me, but I, rem I remember him saying something like that. He um, interviewed one woman who just had a phenomenal uh, amount of contest winnings every year. Like every year she would win like 10 or 15 contests. And everybody was like, my goodness, you're the luckiest woman. And she said, yes, I am lucky. But the reality was, turns out she was entering like a hundred contests a year. And most people would not even enter that many contests because they would say, I'm never going to win. Right. But she says, no, I can win. And that gives her the inspiration to even give herself the opportunity. There was a man who was in, in the same boat. Everybody said this guy wins contests all the time. He's super lucky. Turns out this guy was always entering contests. It's that kind of a concept like where I know you hear this all the time where people are like, look, the odds of winning the lotto are next to zero. But if you don't buy a ticket, they are zero. So by going and spending money to buy a lotto ticket, that is actually part of the process of making yourself feel lucky. 
And I think this applies to gambling in general. No matter what type of, of gambling that you're going to do, um, you go out and you are more open because you feel lucky and that can give you the latitude to take some more risks, which increases your odds of winning because you can't lose all the time. Now, look, I'm not saying that this means that you should go out and take risks that you cannot afford. But it does mean that you should take some risks that you that you can afford and have an open mind and have an optimistic mind and feel good about it. And this seems to be part of the the process um, of, uh, I don't know, just like believing that it can happen and feeling good. And there, there literally comes a point where you say to yourself, I am lucky. And, uh, and I, and you, you reach a point of, I guess, faith is what it boils down to. You reach a point of faith, especially if you really need something and you really want something. You know, last year, Lauren and I, we were ready to buy a, a new house here in Las Vegas. And the, at that time, the competition here was absolutely brutal, especially if you wanted a house with a swimming pool like like we did, because everybody in Las Vegas wants a house with a swimming pool. And uh, I mean, it was just like so many people were vying for the same houses. And there was always somebody out there who had more money than you. I mean, because you're talking about corporations that would come in and buy up property in order to uh, to turn around and sell them. So these are like you know multi-billion dollar corporations. How do you compete with that? But we reached a point where we were just like, you know what? We, we want to do this now. We're ready to do this now. And it's going to happen. And we're going to do everything we can to be open-minded. But we started that process of we feel lucky. We know God is going to help us. We got tools and talismans that helped us maintain our thinking and uh it very quickly fell into place once we got serious about it so even having said all this um i do think there are times when something spiritual happens that steps in and gives you a boost you've heard that that uh that phrase god helps those that help themselves so think about that it applies to this and that's why when it goes back to Donald, Donald, the guy who wrote the email I read at the beginning of the show, he said, when I determined I was going to win with no doubt in my mind, I did. It took a few days, but I was able to double the money I brought to play with. You see, he made himself lucky because he didn't give up because his optimistic personality gave him the confidence to keep taking chances until he got what he wanted. Now, like I say, nobody gets lucky all the time, but I really think that to summarize this whole luck thing, what it boils down to is this, as Tennessee Williams said, luck is believing you are lucky. So start believing it, even if it does not feel true. Start smiling, especially when you don't want to smile. And if you start to treat the universe as if it is a loving, supportive, generous universe, it will begin to behave as a loving, supportive, generous universe toward you. And I've been talking about all of these different books that I've been reading. But, you know, here's something that you can read for free right now. 
All of these same basic lessons are in the book that I wrote called Use the Force, A Jedi's Guide to the Law of Attraction. And you can read it for free right now. If you go to joshuapwarren.com and you'll see a picture of the book cover there. And when you click on that, uh, you will be able to go in. You don't have to sign up for anything. You just go in and you'll see a free link to the PDF, which you can click. You can read it or you can download it in English or in Spanish. It's available right there, right now for free. And all the time people contact me and they say, you know what? I read that book, Use the Force, and uh, it changed my life. And then a few years later, things started to sort of crumble again. And I and I realized, oh, man, I need to go back and reread it. And so then they go back and they reread it and everything picks back up again. You if even if you've read the book or listened to it on Audible, you need to have a refresher reading once in a while or a refresher listen. And that's only natural. It's it's like they say, um, if you tell somebody you're in a relationship, I love you one time. That doesn't mean you never have to tell them that again, right? No, you got to maintain that. You got to stay on top of it. And if anything, if you get into a really great manifestation state, then you just, then you just like take it for granted. Oh boy, that house of cards will start falling so fast. It's like the bigger they are, the harder they fall. So you got to stay on top of it and maintain it and keep these messages in your mind. All right. Given, I've given you all that information and I really think luck is believing you were lucky. But when we come back from this break, now is being lucky the same as manifesting things? I'm going to give you the top three simple manifestation tips when we come back. And everybody also needs to be refreshed on this as well. I'm Joshua P. Warren. You're listening to Strange Things on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. And I will be right back. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Scott Weinberger, journalist and former deputy sheriff. In my new podcast series, Cold-Blooded, The Apollo Jim Murders, I'm embedded in the cold case investigation into the death of firefighter Billy Halpert. It's just a shame, you know, that they took him from us. Experience this investigation in a truly unique way, knocking on doors, uncovering new evidence, 
including the DNA of a potential killer. Uh, my name is Danny Smith. I'm a detective uh, with Miramar Police Department. This is Scott Weinberger. We're actually reopening an old case, and your name came up. Untangling secrets that may reveal the answers to not only one murder, but almost a dozen. I thought they were going to kill me, so I kept my mouth shut, and I didn't say anything. All these years, I didn't say anything. Listen to Cold-Blooded, The Apollo Jim Murders on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Neil Strauss, host of the Tenderfoot TV true crime podcast, To Live and Die in L.A. I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. All these girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. The war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, a military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex, and then he's very vulnerable, so you can kill him easily. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. back to the final segment of this edition of Strange Things on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. I am your host, Joshua P. Warren. And I asked the question, is being lucky the same as manifestation? Well, before I tell you the three simple traditional steps to manifestation... There is a, 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 a really interesting, novel, creative way of manifesting something, a being that will go out there and do things for you called a minion. And I don't want to get into that technique here because, believe it or not, I talked about it in the very first episode of this podcast. Episode one of Strange Things is called Meet the Wizard of Weird. But within that, you will find tips on how you can create a minion to go out and help you achieve things that you want to do on a spiritual level in the spirit realm. And that is um, <laughs> that's for people, especially who are maybe more artistically inclined. But all right, here are the three things that you need to do for basic, powerful manifestation. Number one, you need to sit down and write what you want and try to make it somewhat emotional meanings put some description in there so you put like 
I am attracting. I like those words. I am attracting more money so I can pay my rent and be happy, right? Or I am attracting a uh, perfect partner so I can go have fun vacations in on a warm summer day, you know. So but you don't want to be too specific. Or you'll cut your options off. So, like, for example, if you're looking for a car, you don't have to put every little detail of the make and model and year. You just say, you know, I'm looking for a good, reliable car that'll do this for me and do that for me. And that way you give the universe the, the opportunity to, to help you um, attract that thing to you. So that's number one is define what you want and write it down or, or you know, in some way record it. You know, I am attracting blah, blah, blah. Give it some emotion, like some descriptions, some adjectives. Be specific, but not overly specific. Number two, and this is for most of us, visually represent what you want. So if you have, let's say you want a, a certain kind of a car or you want a certain kind of a house or you want a certain kind of a partner, you can either sit down and draw a picture of it or you can just get online and you can find a picture that looks similar to what you want. And just, uh, save that picture and you want to either print it out and post it in a place where you'll see it a lot or just maybe keep it on your phone or your desktop or your tab. Just, you want to see it as often as possible. So it reminds you and you have a visual there. And I also like to take that sentence and somehow put it on top of the, the image that you pick and try to just pick one image, not just like a, not like a whole giant vision board. Just try to pick one image if you can, that kind of says it all. And then step number three is repetition. Okay, so you want to think about it as often as possible. And one little tip that I always give is if you have a calendar of some kind that you keep and it does not allow you to, um, or let me put it this way. If you have a calendar and you go onto that calendar and you maybe once a week put a note that says move or change or modify my manifestation in some way so whatever your picture is or whatever your affirmation is you just want to move it to a different location so it stays fresh on your mind and that helps with the repetition now look if you are visually impaired and step number two of this is something that you can't quite do uh, it's okay to substitute something else that conjures up images in your mind it could be a piece of music or an aroma um, you know you can create something that triggers that response to you. And I don't know what everybody's condition is. So you're going to have to sort of like figure that out to, for yourself to a certain extent. But those three things are once again, define what you want and write it down in a fairly descriptive way, but not too specific. Number two, find a visual representation of it and look at that visual representation as often as possible, which is step number three, repetition as often as possible and think about it. And try to visualize yourself there. And so I think that what you're still doing, however, is you're making yourself ultimately feel lucky by doing this. So what that means to me is that manifestation techniques are almost a refined version of feeling lucky. Manifestation is almost like focused luck. I like that term. 
I just invented it. Manifestation is focused luck. However, it doesn't always have to work exactly that way because of the inverse manifestation method. I do not want you to feel hopeless if you've listened to this whole podcast and you go, this is all great, but I just can't do it. I can't be positive. I can't focus on positive stuff. I can't envision what I want. I know other people can do it. Good for them. Doesn't work for me. Well, that's what the inverse manifestation method is all about. And that is about visualizing what you don't want and then neutralizing it. That's why if you go to my curiosity shop at joshuapwarren.com for now, and I'm almost sold out, I have this thing called the psionic dematerializer or the bad buster. And what you do is you take that visualization of what you don't want and you put it into the bad buster and you neutralize it. That's called the inverse manifestation method. And for some people, that can be a last resort. In fact, even with some of the wishing machines, tech, uh, wishing machine techniques, um, one of the earliest wishing machine techniques was not to put in what you want and get uh, and turn the knobs to get a rate for it, but to put in what you don't want and tune the machine to the opposite rate. So you see, there is. This other way of manifesting, if you just feel there's no way, and and it's it's not the best way of manifesting because the less you think about negative things, the better, period. But that's your backup plan. If there, there's if you just cannot overcome the negative thought, find an inverse manifestation technique like tuning a wishing machine to the opposite of what you want. You put in what you don't want and retune it or use something like the bad buster. Now, I also know there are people out there who believe that, you know, hey, I'm just cursed. And I've talked about this. If you are somebody who believes that no matter what you do, there's a dark cloud over you and it's it's overwhelming and there's no way that you can ever get out from under it. Go back and listen to episode 81 of this podcast. It is called If You Are Cursed, and that will give you some information about what you can do if you feel like you are that type of person. So I'm doing my best here to try to help out everybody with just, you know, based upon my own experiences. And when it comes to gambling, you know, I was thinking about, have I ever won? Cause you know, I live in Vegas. Have I ever won when I don't feel lucky? And the fact of the matter is, um, I don't think I have. I don't think I have. Uh, other th- lucky things have happened to me in my life, uh, my general life when I didn't feel lucky. But I think that, you know, sometimes if you go into a casino and you're like, I'm just not feeling it, you should probably turn around and walk out the door. So I think it's, it, you have to feel, you know, I wouldn't say you have to, but I personally have always felt lucky just before I won something. So there you go. Here endeth the lesson that basically what is luck? Uh, luck is believing you're lucky and you use whatever tools help you with that. I want to leave you with one last thought here. You know, of course, my tours in Asheville, North Carolina are very, very popular haunted Asheville ghost tour. And one of the stories that we talk about on that tour 
is the story of Helen's Bridge, which I wrote about in my book, Haunted Asheville. Well, I recently found out that there is a Helen's Bridge horror movie coming out, and I don't have permission to say anything more about it than that, but that's pretty interesting. <laughs> if you are in the Asheville area, uh, we sell out every fall, so buy your tickets right now to my Haunted Asheville Ghost Tour. Go to hauntedashville.com, A-S-H-E-V-I-L-L-E, and just read the TripAdvisor reviews, and you'll see why that we are, well, we're number one, hauntedashville.com. All right, let us cap off this whole podcast with something that should make everybody feel good and bring us all some good fortune. It is, yes, the one, the only, the original, the good fortune tone. That's it for this edition of the show. Follow me on Twitter at Joshua P. Warren. Plus, visit JoshuaPWarren.com to sign up for my free e-newsletter to receive a free instant gift and check out the cool stuff in the Curiosity Shop all at JoshuaPWarren.com. I have a fun one lined up for you next time, I promise. So please tell all your friends to subscribe to this show and to always remember the golden rule. Thank you for listening. Thank you for your interest and support. Thank you for staying curious. And I will talk to you again soon. You've been listening to Strange Things on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. Thanks for listening to the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. Make sure and check out all our shows on the iHeartRadio app or by going to iHeartRadio.com. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's a simple truth. No matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you and how you manage them can make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps them get through. BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, simple to use, and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. Learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's BetterHelp.com. I'm Scott Weinberger, journalist and former deputy sheriff. In my new podcast series, Cold-Blooded, I'm embedded in the cold case investigation into the death of firefighter Billy Halpern. Experience this investigation in a truly unique way, untangling secrets that may reveal the answers to not only one case, but almost a dozen. Listen to Cold-Blooded, the Apollo Jim murders on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy 
talk to Sudhu's men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.